scene, as the scene goes on, the eyes get lower and lower and lower. Yo, black ties is a shit, son. Straight up. You know, <laughs> first it's like, yeah, black tie, your eyes around in the beginning. This is when you catch me on the side of the stage before showtime, hitting some black tie, getting my head right, right before we go on stage in front of like, a hundred thousand raging fans and a lot of times that's when I create a lot of that shit on the fly. I love the hit man. It's flavors. You can you can taste you can really taste it. Shit. I already feel that shit too. I feel good. Floating. Black tie keep you hot. Mm. What's up? Black tie is proper. They get it right. Wonder. Put down on that list. They bombing that list. Balling that fist. Raising that fist like that, like that, like this, like this, scratching that shit. Terrorist piss, a monster that miss, avoiding that trick. Lost in the abyss, searching got frisk. EDM got this, track got flipped. Lord in the mix, ass got kicked. I'm Kelsey, your head pilot. And I'm Riley. You're listening or watching Pilot Lights, the podcast where a gal and her pals celebrate their love of weed, snacks, and TV. Mm -hmm. And before we take off, we need to complete our pre-flight checklist. So we're going to start with a little bit of an unusual plug, but we met our new friends, New Fame, LLC. What's that? I love them. I just love them. I love them so much. So New Fame LLC, they are local girl rappers who we just like fell in love with at an event we went to. And they have a new song dropping five days ago by the time you hear this. So we have a link to both the YouTube video and the Spotify in the show notes. And it's amazing. So please go check them out. We really love them. They're just really cool. They like freestyle a ton of their shit. They're just like incredible. I love them. Yeah, absolutely impressive. Like blew me away. Yeah. Love and they freestyled for 15 minutes solid at the event we were at. Which is really impressive in itself. I know. I was just it like. Was great. Holy cow, the whole time. Oh, it was fantastic. It was real good. So while you're leaving them a review on Spotify or wherever you want to listen to New Fame, you can also head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us one as well. Yeah. It doesn't matter really what you say. You can tell us about your favorite strain, your favorite burn cruise you've taken, tell us a story. Yeah. But it does really help us out in the business end of things as far as helping us move up the charts and it helps other folks find us. Yeah. And if you take a screenshot and send it to us on Instagram, we'll send you a sticker. And for like a cannabis podcast, this is particularly important because we are shadow banned like all over the place because oh, yeah. of what we talk about. So this is like the number one way to help your local podcasters. So if you could go do that, we would super appreciate it. And I just found some of our old legacy stickers today while I was cleaning. Ooh. So there are some of those special ones. There's the big slaps. 
Oh, I have a we bunch had, of those ones still. Yeah, I found some of the big slaps, so yeah. Those ones are fun. You can head on over to pilotlights.com to find out more info about us, our sponsors, our snacks, and all of our merch. You can also head on over to patreon.com forward slash pilotlights to help support the show. Over on Patreon, we have all of our video episodes and debate club available at all levels. And if you join at the $5 and up level, you'll be in our sticker of the month club. This month, we have adorable holographic nug stickers designed by The Sweet Blooded, which are art designs by a diabetic and chronically ill witch, including stickers, shirts, and paintings that are witty, magical, and fun. We'll put a link to the website in show notes. Yeah, her stuff is so cute, and I'm really, really excited. We should get them in the mail anytime, and then I can send them back out to the world. A little rainbow nug. I know, I'm so excited, but they're really cute. So we both have some weed today. Our stoner sponsor for the entire month of February is Maincraft Cannabis. You can find them online at Main, M-A-I-N-E, craftcannabis.com. And they are a family-owned medical cannabis company that grows cannabis completely organically in living soil. And for those of you who don't remember what living soil is, it means that it's like instead of feeding it with salt nutrients or stuff you buy in a bottle, they feed it with an active ecosystem like bacteria and fungi and worms and like friends. And it's that's such a great thing. Like we have a living tank for our snake. Yeah, it's so good. It's much the same concept. Like you have a little ecosystem that helps the rest of the ecosystem thrive. So they're doing everything they possibly can to put into the best stuff. Yes, into and the so soil and to create a nice yeah. little diverse ecosystem that it grows in. And their goal is to produce high quality organic cannabis every time to make sure you love what's in your jar every time. And they are run by a husband and wife team, Emily and Mike, who are both former mechanical engineers. So they bring their like nerd sciencey approach to growing weed which is super cool and like you know me i love that shit so i was we always find the dirt nerds uh, we do we find the dirt nerds and like just the process nerds because we are process nerds so they are basically always trying to improve their process and make their cannabis better and easier for you the consumer to consume so yeah. yeah what do you got today I got Wizard Punch, which has been my go-to for the last couple of days. Ooh. And I smoked their kiwi earlier. But I love the Wizard Punch because it is like a more he- indica-dominant hybrid. Yeah. So it's a little headier. doesn't put me to sleep. It's just deeply relaxing, which right now I'm still recovering from my fall. And it's been fantastic for releasing a lot of the tension in my back. That's actually exactly how Emily Mm -hmm. described it when I went to go pick up the flower from her last week. We like sat down for a few minutes and she was telling me, she was like, okay, here's all the things you got. And she was like, she's like, I know you guys don't like to do a lot of indicas, but this one's not super heady. You're going to feel really good. It's so nice. Yeah. So, And she said that's one of her favorites. I have their kiwi, which is a hybrid, but like sativa leaning. And it's also in... One of the chocolate bars that I've been munching on. So this is a really lovely, so it is made with kiwi sativa. So it like tells you right on the box what kind of weed they made your chocolate with, which is awesome. And this one is a 225 milligram THC bar. So they have nine squares that are 25 milligrams a piece. I just had my last 25 milligram square last night. I've been doing like 50 at a time. Wizard Punch, actually. Really? (laughs) Yeah, so I got Wizard Punch, I think... 
flour, which I haven't tried yet, but the wizard punch rosin and then yep. wizard punch chocolate bar. Yeah. Um, I am a fan. It's one of my, it's like up there now with dosey dos for me. This is, this is really good. I had, I like 50 milligrams is like my comfortable, like I feel it, but I'm not like stupid about it. Mm-hmm. Edibles dose. And like 75 is a little high for me. So I did have 75 yesterday afternoon. And I did nap, but I don't know if that had anything to do with the chocolate. But I did have yeah. 50 milligrams this morning before a friend phone date, like a friend who doesn't consume. So I was just like, cool, I'll just eat this and then we don't have to worry about it. But this flower is fucking excellent. Oh, yeah. No, I had like, a kiwi earlier on my way to the head shop. Super sticky. Yeah. it's also is like one of the number one best smelling strains I've tried in a long time. Like it's delicious and it smells so good. Yeah. That's the next thing I was going to say. Yeah. Cause I tried to put it in a mango blunt wrap, but that was a failed project. But (laughs) cause I was like, this smells so good. This is how I want to smoke it because like it it really does smell like kiwi fruit salad. Oh, so good. I've been drinking a lot of smoothies. Okay, so, well, that brings us to snack. <laughs> oh, yeah, snack. Yeah, so kiwi, flower, Minecraft cannabis, kiwi in everything, and wizard punch in everything for Riley. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just love that wizard punch. It's so good. I can't wait to try that one. Soon. Soon. Highly, highly recommend. Soon. All right. What are you snacking on lately? What have I been snacking on lately? I Besides the chocolate from these guys. Well, I've had a rough couple of weeks, so I haven't really like made That's snacks true. for myself. So That's true. It's been, um, I had chips and dip for dinner last night. Excellent. Specifically Excellent. the the hint of lime chips. Ooh, I love those ones. I love them so much. They're so good. Oh, it's um, such a problem. Yeah. I made myself pho for dinner at oh, yeah. 10.30 last night because I took an ill-timed nap uh, oh, from yeah. 5 to 7.30 because that's normal. So, I mean, you can argue that that's what your body is meant to do and that is supposed to be your normal because people are not meant to be diurnal. That's true, but I definitely am because I really love to sleep. So <laughs> I firmly believe I was like one of the subset of the people that, you know, went to bed early and then woke up in the middle of the night, did shit for a couple hours, and then like go back to sleep. And then you wake up at the ass crack of dawn. Like you have that three hour awake time in the middle of your night. And yeah. I just like the idea of going to bed early and then having three hours in the middle of the night where nobody's going to bother me. Like telemarketers don't call in. That's Perfect. true. It was like so weird to be up at twelve thirty last night though, because I haven't stayed up that late in so long. Because I go to bed by nine every night, <laughs> and I was like, "This is silly. I'm going to bed. This is wrong." I was also the only one home, so it's fine. Um, I made pho last night, which was delish. I also, right before we recorded, snacked on that like feta yogurt dip that mm-hmm. I made and those oh, pretzel. Yeah. Thin things. Yeah, it's really good. I like have been adding smoked paprika to everything because a friend of mine Mm. gave me a giant container of it when we went camping this summer. Smoked paprika? Yes. Really good chicken pepper cash recipe I'll give you. Mm, Yes, please. I'll do it for the recipe review. Good. Perfect. Perfect. I already have a graphic for it because I did it for work too. Perfect. My favorite. (laughs) 
recipe? Um, it just reminds me of one of my besties from my time at Florida State because she's Hungarian. So, <sighs> yeah. And it's like yeah. the thing. It's the thing. Yeah. I used to get it by the tube from a Hungarian guy who worked at camp. Uh-huh. And now let me like preface this. This Hungarian guy was in his 80s. And he used to be the Olympic crew coach for the Italian crew team. Oh, my God. And he ran away from Hungary during the revolution, met his wife in France. They barely spoke each other's languages. And they got married three weeks later. And they've been in love and have been married ever since. Uh, this and makes my 90-day fiancé happily ever after watching so much more justifiable. What's really sweet is that because they're such different people, but they love each other so much, they comfortably live like fairly separate lives, but they talk on the phone every single night. They FaceTime. She lives in Philadelphia part-time. He lives in, you know, Connecticut, New York part-time. And when he's not there, they share a home in Florida where they only spend together like maybe two months together at a time. This is my dream partnership, actually. Yeah. It's fantastic, and they, like, have been making it work for, like, 65 years. This is exactly what I need. Secrets to a long marriage. Don't live with your partner. Yeah, but every camp staff, like, camp year, we would have a big staff auction, and nobody would vote on his thing because nobody knew what anything was in the basket that he was auctioning off. Right. It was all in Hungarian. Right. And I was like, I don't care. Give it all to me. Give it to me. And I brought it all to the mess hall for breakfast <laughs> the next day. And he told me what everything was and what to put it on. Oh my God. Her so dad was first like, gen. Oh, so good. Yeah. Her dad was first gen. All of those pepper things. Yeah. So good. All I know is okay. that every time she goes to Hungary, she gets food poisoning. But anyway. <laughs> It's happened every time she goes. <laughs> she like ends up in the hospital every time. God, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's something that they put in the food there that she's allergic to. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, poor girl. But her dad also has like the world's best name. Oh. It's Zoltan. Okay, yeah. We named our... Zoltan kickball team that's exactly what we did for our kickball team at florida state sorry i was just explaining dude where's my car to someone today who's never seen dude where's my car such a classic that's why this is like freshly on my mind yeah yeah we're supposed to watch that for our 420 live show but we're never getting a 420 live show so it doesn't matter (laughs) not in 2020 not in 2021 never happening anyway So, before we watch the show, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Great. And now a quick word about our sponsors, CatLab LLC. You can find them online at catlabllc.com. That's C-A-T-L-A-B-L-L-C.com. CatLab, short for Cannabis Analytical Testing Laboratory, will provide certified professional testing services to cannabis growers and medical marijuana dispensaries as they comply with regulations related to human safety, product potency, and contaminant testing of adult-use marijuana products. Phase 1 OMP-required tests for the adult-use marijuana program are expected to be available by March 2021. CatLab will provide testing for THC potency and cannabinoid profiles. They can also test for residual solvents, toxins, harmful chemicals, dangerous molds and mildew, harmful microbes, pesticides, fungicides, and insecticides. CatLab LLC will have sampling services available for growers, 
and they'll tailor their services to meet your needs, whether you need a lot of help or just a little to be in compliance with ever-changing laws. They're hoping to be up and running by March 2021, offering certified analytical testing, serving both the medical and adult use markets. Go check them out at catlabllc.com and make sure your cannabis is in compliance. Please make sure that your seat backs are in their upright and locked position because it is time for takeoff. Daddy. I don't know why I needed to add that at the end, but that's how I felt like I was talking. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm annoying. I can't. Sorry. I love it. He deserves it. So, Riley, what are we watching? History of swear words. I'm so excited. Are you so excited? I'm so excited, especially because it's fucking Nicolas Cage. Right. So I'm going to read the show description, which is Nicolas Cage hosts this proudly profane, funny, and engagingly educational series about the history and impact of the most notorious English swear words. And the first episode is fuck. Oh, perfect. Great. The silly putty of the English language, our most malleable swear word can refer to sex, rage, confusion, excitement, and a whole lot more. Perfect. <laughs> I'm really excited. Are you ready to I, three, two, one? I am ready. All right. Three, two, one. Perfect. Woohoo. I think we're pretty well in sync. Oh my gosh. One time. Hey, we'll get better and better. It's fine. Netflix, Netflix, Nick. I tried to combine Netflix and Nick Cage into one. Netflix. <laughs> it's just his IMDb page. It's Nick him Flix. just like staring us down in the most terrifying way. God, he doesn't even look real. And like that backdrop is kind of cheesy. I think he's just quoting snakes on a plane. Fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> Have you seen snakes on a plane? Have I? Yes, I love me some I Samuel L. Seen it. <gasps> oh my I god! I know his face looks like it's made out of silly putty. It does. Has he had work done? No, I think he's just wearing a lot of makeup right now. I think he is also wearing a lot of makeup and has had maybe some significant amount of Botox. Well, like also his hair volume. His hair is very thin now. I was going to say, I Anyways, think there's I like be analyzing his appearance. some sort of plug situation happening there, too. I know, but his face looks like it's not real is the problem. I know. So he's talking about how Fog is capable of like saying all the things, which he's not wrong I mean, about right now. It's... He also looks like he's dressed like a man in black. Yeah, because it's just so simple. Yes. I... <laughs> I do appreciate this, like, these are all the ways you can say the word fuck. And then he just fucking opens fire. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, so one of my friends is really obsessed with him and has a Nick Cage tarot version that she's working on. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And I love it. I feel like this should not be hosted by Nick Cage, and it should be hosted by the, what is your favorite swear word and what does it mean to you interview guy? You know who I'm talking about? Oh, my God. Anderson Cooper? No. <laughs> the 
turtle black turtleneck and you're sitting on a stage and he's like asking you very serious questions and you're an actor no never mind oh my god this lady with the purple hair used to write definitions for miriam wisdom dream job i don't i don't know that it's my dream job but i definitely want to bone her about it Fuck, that's fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It is. I've never seen Scarface. Me neither. Maybe we should watch that. Oh yeah. See this one with Cheeky the cheeky little fuck. <laughs> Fuckhead, fuckwit. It's true. I just like it's. I think it's one of the most versatile words in the English language. It really is. And I use it all the time to my mother's, like, complete embarrassment. Yeah. (laughs) She gets so mad at me. What's funny is that, like, I think this next generation is just, like, not going to mean the same thing anymore. Yeah. I, I swear, like, a sailor, I have to really, like, hold myself back at work. Yeah, I and now that I like hard fucking time with it. I don't work in like a normal workplace. Like I'm on the phone with my boss, like muttering curse words under my breath when I'm like Excel isn't working and like like what the fuck is fucking going on? Fuck. He's like Kelsey. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) What? So it started. Oh. I love etymology as a word. Yeah. I look up etymology of words more frequently than I look up definitions because they Fortica- have a pretty good Fortica- SAT brain. Yeah. Forti- fornication under consent of the king. Imagine if you had to go oh, ask I, a dude if you could bone. I do remember that being what I was always told it stood for. Yeah unsanctioned erogeny at once oh my god like can you imagine no i can barely check in with myself about if i want to bone someone the kid definitely can't check in with a king about it what i just wonder is that like at what point and why would he deny somebody well it's not real she just told us. Oh, great. Okay. My yeah, my etymologist girlfriend just told us it's not real. <laughs> that's actually how I feel. Fuck, yeah. That's how I feel. Dutch verb. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh, Chris Pratt getting hit over the face like that is pretty oh fun. My God. Oh, have you seen that movie? I don't know that I have. I don't know. I kind of want to hit Chris Pratt that hard in the face. He's become like weirdly conservative. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So do you remember like the first time you swore as a kid? No, I don't remember my first time I swore as a kid. I remember the first time I swore to a parental figure as a kid. Oh, yeah. Um, and I remember my first experience hearing swear a swear word. Well, so like, 
I was the kid that like wouldn't swear as a little kid. My all my grown-ups because I was the oldest of all of the kids. And so all my grown-ups were basically kids themselves when they had me. And they were like, haha, get Kelsey to swear, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I like would never do it. And so the joke was that Kelsey wouldn't say shit with a mouthful of it. Um <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but I distinctly remember choosing to say the word crap on the playground in like second grade and feeling like very rebellious about it. Oh yeah. I remember feeling rebellious saying hell and damn. Yeah. But, like, my child has stopped having restrictions on his language since he was seven. Yeah. Except for at school, because, like, not everyone gets in. There's a time and a place, and that's fine. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Uncle Fucka was a real sick fuck. I remember hearing a swear it was fuck, and... It was me and my god brother playing outside, and then there was a crack of thunder, and we saw lightning, Uh and my god brother just goes, wow, look at all the fucking lightning, and all of the parents were like, because he was like two and a half or three. Oh. Like, he was a child. Oops. Oops. One time, Patrick was very angry at me while we were playing a board game i was winning and i don't believe in letting children win just to win because fuck that shit i'm gonna win damn it i need to learn that losing's part of life right exactly especially because if you're gonna play a board game with me you're gonna fucking lose get over it kid <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay you're ruthless go on okay anyway so we were playing a board game and he was really mad at me because he was not winning and he looked at me he was like <sighs> shit you (laughs) so i sent him to his room and because the other word the other rule is you can't swear at people you know like because sometimes fuck when you're like stub your toe it's like a really necessary thing you know so i sent him to his room and he was like so i went in to be like you know i sent you here and he was like because i swore at you i was like and you did it wrong like the (laughs) word you were looking for was fuck you (laughs) I feel like I remember you telling that story in a group on Facebook at one point. Yeah. Did you just hear them say that swearing makes you stronger? It gives you up to a 5% increase in grip strength, for example? Um, okay. I'm into it. Roll doll. Oh, fuck. Those were his last words. Yeah. Oh, these are depressing last words. I mean, they were depressing times. Can you imagine yeah. this? Like, never mind. I don't want to go down that dark road. Fuck, a bullet wound. Anyone <laughs> <laughs> who's also been eaten by a shark. I I want yeah. Daddy Nick Offerman to be who I was referring to earlier. <laughs> I was literally waiting for that as soon as Nick Offerman appeared, and I was like, "Daddy, joke you know me. how I feel about him." Oh. I just I need a Daddy Ron in my life. I am Leslie. No, 
Listen, there's weird fanfic out there, all right? <laughs> I mean, I believe you. I believe you. Rule 34 exists for everything. Yep. Fuck the draft. Yeah. Oh, fuck the police. Such a good song. Yes, it is. Ah, yes. Ooh, there's a mic there. Ah, I love that song so much. That they're making it. It's about disappointment. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah, and essentially saying, like, we are already being disenfranchised by this institution. Like, we've been talking about it since 1988. Yeah. You know? Oh, such a good one. I think there's a biopic of NWA on Hulu. Am I making that up? I mean... I need to watch it. Not sure. I feel like I'm right. I know that there's a series, like a new Wu-Tang series. Yeah, the Wu-Tang one was really good. So and I feel like there's... My an... high school bestie worked on set and for the whole production of that. That's so cool. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. Listen to this 80s white people bullshit. Anti-police and anti-authority. Oh my god. Yeah. You know, I'm anti the authority that it's not using it properly. Oh, look at Flava Flav being like relevant. Flava Flav. I know, being relevant and not just in love and ridiculous. Oh, yeah. We are maybe going to have to watch Rock of Love at some point. Oh, God, yeah. But, yeah, at some point. At some point. It is a good protest word. <laughs> Fuck you, all you fucking fuckers. Yeah. Fuck you, Mr. President. Especially. Yeah. At the time this was recorded. Wow. It's the granddaddy of cussing. Find it all around funny is that it is more prevalent and it's considered like the worst i know it smells like it could have been a fucking email <laughs> <laughs> literally every time i have a meeting at work I feel uh, like. same me every tuesday from 2 to 3 p.m <laughs> This could have been a fucking email. This really could have been a fucking email. Instead, it's me literally walking you through the rates. Ugh, ugh, I hate my day job. Everything is fucking funnier when you say fuck. That's the only reason I'm funny is because I swear a lot and I look like somebody's, like, soccer mom. It makes it funny. I know. have better morals his makeup is like interesting i like it well i can just like see the orange under his eyelids to cover up those dark circles funny is that it doesn't come through on my end like that oh really yeah it doesn't come through like that on my end fair enough yeah That's what I was just saying. Yeah. 
those fucking, fucking killjoys. The motion picture association. <laughs> yeah, because you can only have um, fucking there one time. Twice. 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 Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I've definitely heard in movies a lot more than twice. Well, that's my thing is like, you can tell the moments where they're like, we really have to save it for this good moment. You know, like the Avengers is one of those movies that always saves it for like a real good moment. It's usually like fucking Captain America, too. Yeah. Which is what makes it even better. Because have you seen his ass? Oh, my God. If you haven't, you should go look it up. Oh, babe. You are. Go look at Captain America's butt right now. Right now. Right now. Throwing that at you. Chris Evans's ass. I mean, they called him America's ass for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, anchor man. Oh my god. (sighs) Yeah. Okay, so now it's unlimited fucks. Yeah. I mean, that's true. It was a crutch for yeah. movies that would otherwise fail. They're like, let's just throw a bunch of swear words in it and make it ridiculous. Oh, that's such a good movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God, School of Rock. Oh, I love that movie, too. Yeah, I do too. Oh my god. Oh my god. I love that movie though. It's so cute. It really is precious. Yeah. It... We we watch like a lot of like our childhood movies with my kid when he was a kid and I was shocked at some of the things they were allowed to say in PG movies in the 80s oh yeah you know I was like what the fuck is happening some of those are definitely you're like that did not age well oh yeah bad oh my god just talking about Samuel L. Jackson (laughs) yeah you can't have a movie with Samuel L. in it and not have it be rated R yeah, he's like, I won't take a role unless I can swear in it. <sighs> and I'm he like, literally oh, sounds like my dad. Fucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. It is magical. It was magical. <laughs> the sweariest actor, Adam Sandler, Samuel Jackson, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, I've heard Jonah he Hill song. is the sweariest actor. Also just not surprise me at all you know he's got his own weed company Jonah Hill you could be our sponsor and then we would say positive things about you oh my god and Seth Rogen don't you do something with ceramics now can you just like get high with us oh my god that would be so fun because actually I've had a Seth Rogen crush forever Jonah Hill never but Seth Rogen forever let's see if we can let's start tweeting at basically if you can get me any freaks and geeks cast member we'll be golden (laughs) yeah that's real but yes you start tweeting liz get on it (laughs) 
Seth Rogen, we want you. Not like that. Just like come be on the podcast just once. Help us. Yeah. Hi. MILF is considered a swear word now. I mean, what it stands for is a swear. Right. Oh my God. They all look like such little babies there. Like little tiny baby John Cho. They're a baby. I'm going to find a way to use that. Stifler's mom. Oh my God. That's right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's also fascinating, like, just the way that language has developed around swear words and how, like, the iterations of swear word have completely, like, it evolves continually and it continues to evolve. Right, right. And, like, and, like especially the way, like, particularly my kids' generation plays with memes and, like, stuff like that. They, like, change the meaning of fucking everything all the time. Yeah. There is a need now for swearing and profanity more than any other time. Absolutely. Oh, fuck this fucking pandemic, bro. Absolutely. Oh, fuck shit. Damn pussy dick. <laughs> you can only say swears on special occasions like Christmas. I would do it on every holiday religious or otherwise every holiday i would just swear a bunch so like national donut day you'd be like fuck fucking donuts yeah fucking donuts fucking tacos tacos. (laughs) have a great fucking night nick cage okay that was pretty fun and educational yeah like kind of like drunk history yeah i like drunk history i I love love drunk history like one of the original ones that was on YouTube. Mm-hmm. All right, mine's still going. I like heard you pause it, and I was like, "Why isn't mine pausing?" It doesn't work like that. Nope, it doesn't. It doesn't. That was a good show, and I only smoked half a joint. That's it. Yeah, it was a big one. I forget too that joints take me like a solid forty-five minutes to get all the way through. Not usually for me, but this was a pretty big one. But I usually, like, roll, like, dog walk joints, more or less. Yeah. It lasts around the block. Yep. But not in this cold. That's what mine lasts, if I'm sharing them with guests. And not in tomorrow's snow. God, it's supposed to start tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm going to get takeout. And go get plow money at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go to the grocery store and get a bunch of soup. That's also a good plan. Yeah. And then I'm gonna hope that I don't have to drive to the office on Tuesday. I have to pick up my groceries tomorrow evening because I scheduled that shit four days ago before there was a snowstorm. Thank God for that. Yeah, but I feel always feel so bad when I show up because I'm like, I, I didn't know this was going to happen. I wouldn't have chosen this time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you got there first. First come, first serve. I know, I know, but like I wouldn't. I just feel bad for those poor children who have to bring my groceries out when it's like raining cats and dogs. Oh, and like yeah, I, I'm right. not allowed to tip them and like. Oh, uh, that's right. You, you know, like put like an awning over that area. 
they're if it if the weather is really bad they'll have you just pull up directly to the building where the door yeah. is like they've okay. done that a few times for me and they've been like okay. yeah and they just like load your car at this point they don't talk to you yeah. anymore so it's pretty yeah. quick and like yeah so it's pretty fast but anyway yeah i always feel bad when i like show up in the middle of a snowstorm or a big yep. rainstorm because i scheduled that shit four days ago before yeah before it happened i knew that was gonna happen so yeah that's, that's fair. my very exciting life complaint right now <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, thank you so much for flying high with Pilot Lights. And if you'd like to help support the show or to check out any of our social media, go to pilotlights.com. And please go to Apple Podcasts and take a few minutes to give us five stars on our review. It really does help us on the business end of things. And super special thanks to our Patreon supporters. We have April, Helen, Casey, Kendra, Sailor, Skip, and Funky Ruski. Bye. Bye. And now a quick word about our sponsor, Scentsybox. You can find them online at www.scentsy-box.com. That's S-E-N-S-I-B-O-X. Scentsybox is a stoner's lifestyle box that comes super discreetly packaged. You can get a subscription for a year, a few months, or even a single month. As long as you order by the 10th, you're in for that month's theme. Their regular box contains 7 to 10 items a month, including a custom handcrafted bowl. Their light box has five to seven items and is also a great value. In the regular box, they've been doing these handcrafted ceramic bowls as part of their Art of the Smoke series. And for February, their theme is Frog Prince. And let me tell you, this box is adorable. And in March, they're going to have a Dabbit themed box, which I'm extra excited about. And for April, they're doing an adorable cactus themed one. Which I can't wait for. We really adore Scentsy Box, and we love that they include other awesome stoner accessories. We've gotten everything from rolling papers and filters to socks and jewelry. If you want to try them out, make sure you let them know that Pilot Lights sent you by giving them the code PILOTLIGHTS, that's P-I-L-O-T-L-I-T-E-S, at checkout. You'll even get 10% off your first order. Again, you can find them at scentsy-box.com, and make sure you use Pilot Lights for 10% off your first order. Get your box.